0: Hey everybody! Welcome to all new episode thirty on Broadway, talking blue shirts, and the All Star Weekend is done, wrapped up. Talk a little bit about it, just because got to talk a little bit about it. Trade Igor, um, Igor who I no uh, Igor looked pretty good. Igor looked pretty good on. All-Star he Week.
1: is terrible. He keeps getting beat high glove side. Oh, Jesus. Mar-mar. Mar-mar. I am <laughs> Rangers Facebook. This is what they all sound like to me.
0: Trade, trade Igor for Michael Hans. Who would be the Michael Hansers? Uh,
1: Blake Coleman.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, great. Re- hey,
1: there you go. Reunite Coleman with Goodrow. Get Goodrow going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, geez. he has won Stanley Cups. We yeah. need him.
0: So, yeah, we got we'll, we'll talk a little bit about All Star weekend. Um,
1: Igor for Michael Froh straight up. Who says no? <laughs>
0: uh, Igor for Yarko
1: oh, Emanen. Here we go. This is really sorry. What, really <laughs> Igor for Tepo and straight up. <laughs> we the people demand tempo do oh, doing some
0: desert some uh you know the coyotes coming in with their land deal at the last uh, possible minute we are buying state land all the legal people are like that's not how that works <laughs> but that's a that's not for whatever all right so all star weekend Wraps up. I... By the way,
1: I just, I just want to shout out the 12 people guaranteed that we know will listen to this episode right off the bat. Oh, well, whatever it is. 22. The, 22. I'm sorry. <laughs> the devoted 22 of you that will forever, for whatever your reasons, the if we can get that you... number
0: to 30. We would have an awesome T-shirt. Uh, yeah, we're we're thirty
1: for thirty. <laughs> the faithful, the faithful thirty. The faithful thirty for thirty
0: for thirty. There we go. It's like, um, yeah. Uh, so, all right. I, I want really quick just to spend a little bit of time before we jump into the Ranger talk because of it was All Star Weekend. Uh, I I I usually I am more of a skills competition guy. I'm more of I want to watch the skills competition. I want to see the excitement, the fun, and that. I I it's led to more disappointment than anything. I I was like the player draft is going to be fun. I, I I thought I don't know what your thought is, but I thought they were both they sucked.
1: Well, th- I was at work for the player draft and the draft was. Uh, you know, I was at work for the most of the skills competition, but we had it on TV, so I was able to see some of it. Um. Chris and I have saved the skills competition.
0: Yeah, we do have a plan.
1: We have devised a way to save the skills competition, and it's very easy. It's really quite simple. And Gary Batman, I know you listen to this podcast, so take our words. He is away. one of the. 20- <laughs> he is one of the twenty-two. Yep. So, Mister Batman, sir, I know you listen, so listen to what we have for you here. Cause it will save the skills competition. Ooh. Okay. Number one, the hardest shot has now become the NBA slam dunk contest. It's played out. It's old. We've seen it over and over again. It is time to revitalize it. And here's how you can do it. Okay. You, first off you get, you have players get fed off one timers. Okay. Because that would be more fun just naturally. Number two, you have players like if Mika Zibanejad competed in the hardest shot, you let them choose where they would like to set up to take the hardest shot from. So Mika loves the left faceoff circle. He loves it in Ovi's office. Or so you he's, get like Ovi in his office. Yeah. Or you get Ovi in his office. You you add that creative wrinkle to it to allow for some creativity so this way, it's not just guys skating in, blasting away at an open net, okay? Because number two, how many times in a game, in live game action, do you see guys just drive down the middle of the the ice and just take an uninterrupted slap shot?
0: It rarely happens.
1: I mean that that's like a one out of like every eighty game, um, instant. So. That, that that's one thing it's not realistic so you add a little bit more realism you add a little bit more creativity and bang the uh hardest shot competition is saved
0: yeah the accuracy competition i think is fine i like accuracy, accuracy competition it's my favorite
1: now, it's now the three-point shootout it is the the it has become the 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 three point contest it has become the best event and it should close out all star weekend
0: i like that one the fastest skater is the fastest skater i i have no problem with that one either i think that one's a really good the ones that i have the problem with are like the the passing one was i thought the passing one was brutal um and and I think it was I don't I don't know if it was Barzal or or someone or someone that brought up a good point kind of where you know you you've got them passing at standing tar at at stationary targets where realistically does that happen in a game and this was kind of my point too where I would say I would change a lot of the All Star competition is I would bring it down to you want to showcase skills bring it down to more of, like, live action, live, like, practice skills type of of environments. Like, one of the things that I had said about, you know, was was um, even doing, like, a super, like, a power play drill, like, a super power play competition or something, and you, I mean, can you imagine how awesome it would be? I mean, we're going to get it in the Olympics, thankfully, again, but, like, seeing, like, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Makar and and, and company and such and such on a power play together, you know, run a quick power play drill with a breakout with a power play drill going down the other way or a breakout and you got a score going on the other way. You feature the goalies a little bit more. You feature a little bit more of like defensive structure, defensive things, you know, things of that nature, rather than these, these drills where it's like everyone's kind of just standing around and just moseying about. And then it's not truly realistic and you're not really showcasing anything because outside of to me outside of the hardest shot the speed competition or fastest skater and the accuracy you're not showcasing really anything uh i i I don't necessarily i i kind of like the obstacle courses kind of aspect but maybe add something to it like add something a little bit more to it for like a sense of urgency maybe it's a freaking accurate maybe it's a uh obstacle course kind of thing where you've got a defender on you or something i don't know but i just think there's there's too much of this just stationary kind of standing around and then and then you have guys trying to fill the air you know with just and it just ends up being like okay this was i I just wasted kind of two hours or so of of watching this and then you have a couple of performance acts on on the skills competition that that were brutal the the country bands and I, I there's country music that I like, and there's there's I don't want to listen to music that I'm going to fall asleep during a freaking competition. Like I, you wasted a good chunk of the ice on a freaking stage, you know. It was just like whatever. And then on the player draft, you have you have Michael Bublé who's tripping off of shrooms, and Will Arnett who once remember did a fantastic job hosting the NHL awards show. I remember he dropped the puck the Shanna Band Hammer, did a fantastic job. You have those guys as as honorary captains. You know, you have Tate McRae, Justin Bieber, and you have just, it was just like, you didn't feature anything. You had Butcher and I can't think of the other person's name off, the other host's name off the top of my head right now, but it was just like, uh, Like, Remember how fun it was, like the first time they did it with Ovi and freaking Ovi's like drunk. And all the players are loose and relaxed and having a good time. And then it's like Phil Kessel gets picked last. They even took the fun of that away. And it was like, come on. I I don't know. But it was good. The break was good in, in many ways because we get the announcement about the Olympics, the NHL going back starting in in twenty six. Uh, we don't get an All Star Game next year, but we get the Four Nations Tournament. I don't know how you feel about it. I kind of am like Four Nations are all right. I think it's better than like the last World in, incarnation of the World Cup of Hockey, where it was the like Four
1: Nations Tournament doesn't mean jack shit to me.
0: No, it's not going to mean anything, but its is it better than the All-Star game? Probably will be. I just, you know, why just the Four Nations? I get the whole Russia thing, not even going to touch that. Not even going to go there. But, okay. Like, either do it or don't. Either do the World Cup the way it was, or or, or just don't do it. Just don't even bother. But we don't get an All-Star game next year, so maybe this will be, you know, Maybe this becomes a new part of the incarnation of, of of All-Star Weekend. Who knows? But anyways, let's get on to the Rangers now to wrap to wrap us and take us home. Last episode, we had talked about the Rangers going said, out to the West
1: Coast. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you had made a very bold prediction. About and I was, I was stupid true. because I looked
0: at it and I said, You know what? They went out to Western Canada in the beginning of the season. They had a great road trip out in Western Canada. It was one of the best things for them. And back then, we said, ain't no party like a West Coast party. This one was not a West Coast party at all. It was just about a West Coast disaster. uh, And absolutely terrible showing. You know, I I could get the... I just, I I don't know. I, I don't know. There isn't a positive to that trip that I could take away. There really wasn't. I mean, you you basically gave San... You almost lost the game. You, you almost gave the game away to San Jose that you won.
1: Uh, they they lost it. No, they lost Oh, They San lost in overtime. San... I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, they gave that game away yeah. and lost in overtime. Yeah, because what? They beat, uh, they beat Anaheim. Anaheim was the only win.
1: Yeah, and that was Will Cooley's third period that... Yeah, and that was... That, you, know, uh... you
0: won the third period because of Will Cooley. You know, Igor has continued his spiral into the abyss... You, you you started the trip off in Vegas against a team that was no William Carlson, no Jack Eichel. The goaltending hurt, and you got beat up. You got embarrassed, but twice actually, because you got embarrassed again when you came home, and you say, "Oh, thank God they're coming home." And then Vegas comes in and smacks you around again. I mean it was it was one of the worst road trips that I have seen the Rangers play in a long time. And I was just sitting there going I said they were they were they should go 30 and 1. So that tells you I don't know shit. I mean I don't know. I it was, you know, we went from West Coast party to West Coast debacle and you know, is it at this point We'll talk about Ottawa, how they, they rebounded against Ottawa. At this point, are the Rangers in just one of the biggest funks and slumps that they have had, you know, or is this the mark of there is big trouble ahead? I guess that's the big question that everybody has because this, the the pulse of the fan base and people on social media and Facebook and Twitter, blah, 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 the goose is cooked, and things are ugly right now.
1: They see it, it's a weird, it's a weird spot because they're they're not as good as they were that they, as they started the season, but they're not as bad as they've been for the last month. The truth lies somewhere in the middle, and they are a good team that is a Stanley Cup contender but they need their goaltender to be what he is. And, you know, he's a veteran winning. He's an all-star goalie. He's one of the best goalies in the world. He hasn't played that way, but that's what he is. You know, they need health. You, you can't overstate the Filipino injury because before the season, when you come into the season and it's Zabanajad, Heedle, Trocek, and Benino down the middle, that's a really good group of centers. Yeah. That's quality center depth. You know, Hedo goes down, Trocheck moves up, and now you have Benino playing as your three C and Goodrow in a spot as four C that he's not very good. So, it just one injury to a, an important piece and it screws up your entire roster. So, and you well, know, it was a lot two people, really. It was two, but the biggest one was the Heatle one. Yeah, Heatle
0: definitely the biggest one on the center because it, it, like you said, it messes the depth up. It, it messes the chain up. Things.
1: I mean, the right wing thing we've known for years. The right wing was an issue. Oh, the right been wing Boosh. is that's been right. The, the right wing has been an issue since we traded, since Chris Drury made that debacle of a trade with St. Louis. So, um, that that is what it is. That's nothing new. But the the Hedl injury kind of has cratered the entire season. So that's where Chris Drury's biggest job is come, you know, trade deadline and I'm glad he didn't trade for Sean Monahan, and I'm glad he didn't trade for Elias Lindholm. Both would have been exorbitant prices, too rich to pay for guys that you're looking to come in and play third line center. You know, Chris hates this idea and uh um, oh, Wait, don't do not do that yet. Don't do that yet. But I've been championing it don't for do a while. It yet. Don't do it yet. And Well, I just want to say as we know, recent trade deadlines, the last couple of years, pretty much when I've thrown out a, a name of somebody. have no, been pretty good on it. I, I've i kind of, I mean, dude, I nailed two years ago. I nailed the Andrew Kopp and Tyler Mott deals. I nailed uh, last year the Vlade Tarasenko. So, uh, I you know, we're we're kind of looking at whenever the last couple of years I've thrown out a couple names. They, they've they seemingly happened, so you know. Yeah, you've been
0: humping this one.
1: You you just want,
0: you know, you just want to bring back, you just want you want to bring in like the, the I'm shocked that you haven't been like the Rangers are going to go get Alec Martinez from Vegas, because why not just complete the trifecta?
1: Well, I mean, we don't need Alec Martinez. They're, mean, they're, 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 I mean, they well, there are two He's trades. The there list. are two trades I've kind of been thinking about. That okay, I don't would do like. the
0: trades yet. The trades are not on the list yet because I got to. I got to ask you a question first because you brought it up. Okay. Because the last episode that we were doing, Heedle was on the way back. Everything was looking really good. He had been back yeah,
1: skating. His career is over.
0: That my question he, was going to be with he, the will never,
1: he will never play for the New York Rangers ever again. I, I will be. I honest. feel bad. I feel bad saying that. It I sucks it. saying that. I hate it because he's finally started to find his groove as an NHLer, and to see, to see it, you know, his career get cut short. It just really, really sucks, and you really feel bad. But and I hope
0: that's wrong. I, I hope
1: I do. I hope I'm wrong. But the problem is, Anthony got he got the concussion November second against Carolina. He didn't even start skating until middle of January. Yeah. Yeah. And then and he goes down, you know, no no contact, no nothing. He just goes down and is down for five to seven minutes.
0: Well, I think wasn't there like a report and I know there was a whole snafu with like the I think like Dan Rosen and the people that were there, you know, they didn't see it. And they said it was no contact injury, but then wasn't there a, a report that came out? I think that said that he might have stepped on LeCision's stick and went down, and it's a knee injury. But then the Rangers came out after, yeah. No, but his upper body.
1: No, they and even said like, that his setback is attributed. And then they said to, it was
0: related to his his injury from. Right. So it's like so. It's like oh,
1: man. It, it's post concussion. It's, and this is what happens when you have multiples.
0: Yeah. This
1: is you know.
0: Spoken from confirmed people who have had We've yeah. we, we've had enough to fill a freaking a carton.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: um. and it sucks, and, and it does, and and in that case, and in that regard, I only hope for health wise for Hedl at this point.
1: Yeah, for quality of life. Yeah,
0: I mean just just get healthy. Hopefully, he's able to get back to you know where he's in a good place, and if he is able to get back on the ice, that's great and I, and i know we, and i know people have been you know there's been the talk of like well look they talked about this like with Crosby and you know the Crosby injuries and concussions and he was able to come back in and, and it's, it's true it is true crosby has had a you know it was remarkable cuz there were a lot of people like a few years ago sitting there saying damn this kid's career is going to be cut short
1: but the whole the difference is too when crosby, crosby was rehabbing he didn't have a setback
0: yeah the setback is what makes it and then you think after that too is when he gets back, you know, a little bit putting the cart before the horse here. But yeah. he gets back that the you know if there's another one, and that's and that's where the danger lies is what because the trends and the track record shows that this wouldn't necessarily be well organic. once
1: you once you get one it's, it's easier be, to get them
0: again and they usually are worse
1: and they're worse as they go along and it
0: takes longer to recover
1: and this one wasn't even that bad of a no it
0: looked like nothing the play was nothing
1: yeah so it was
0: nothing so it, <laughs> it sucks at the end of the this, day it just absolutely sucks
1: the fact that this one was so on such an innocuous kind of play
0: and it, and it, and what sucked about it too is you know they they shipped Benino I mean they, they didn't ship him but they waived him right before, so Benino's not on the roster anymore. So he's he's out. I mean he's he's he'll be in Hartford starting I think tomorrow because he they kept him to not report until after the All Star break. So it, he got you know Jury's got his work cut out, and you're you got to hope that this is not a tra- this isn't a slump. Like, or this isn't slump. I'm sorry. You have to hope that this is just a really bad slump. And a couple of tweaks here and there from Drury. If he can do what he did two years ago in getting a guy like Vetrano with that mix of other players that, that Nick talked about. Um, if he's able to do that and kind of give a jolt and give a, a boost to the team and get things kind of going again. You saw what that potentially could have led to a couple of years ago.
1: In case you guys didn't know, and I'm just going to let you guys in on something, Chris has a giant man crush on Frank Fertrano. I love Frank
0: Fertrano. I love Frank Fertrano. He I've, has. I've liked Frank Fertrano, and, and this is funny. Nick and I have talked about this. I have liked Frank Fertrano from the Florida days. And, <sighs> and I'm talking about, like, the year before. Was it was it the Jordan Binnington year where he was, like, going off? Like, I picked him up in fantasy. Him and Jordan Bennington I picked up in fantasy, and people were like, why the hell did you draft uh, Frank Toronto? I drafted yes. Frank Toronto. You're like, why the hell did you draft him? And I'm like, you just watch.
1: Yeah, that was also the year that the league scoring was so jacked up.
0: <laughs> I know, but whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter. But anyways, no, I, I do. I, I really, and, and he was a great fit here. He was a great fit. Unfortunately, they just couldn't find a way to make it work. But like, again, like that's, you know, the Elias Lindholm deal came down, and you're sitting there going, "Holy crap!" I mean, I I don't I don't blame Vancouver for making the deal. It makes sense for Vancouver. And then Winnipeg with Sean Monahan, I mean, it kind of does make some sense for Winnipeg to make the move. I I think it would have been too rich for the Rangers to make that kind of deal either way. I think they would have
1: been. And also, there's reports out there that Jeff Gordon wants nothing to do with the New York And and that was the
0: other thing, too. I was going to say, you know, there's the reports that there's bad blood, which, I mean, I don't know if I'm necessarily surprised, but whoopty-frickin'-do. I mean, good luck, good luck, Montreal. Like, you guys are having fun with it right now with the drafting record since uh, Gordon and company's been up there. I don't know if you've noticed on some of the the videos, especially of the European scout that's uh, up in Montreal now. But, um, yeah, have fun with that. Have fun. That's all I'll say there. Uh so I'll, trade,
1: had, I'll, I'll trade them, Keandre Miller.
0: So we had the <laughs> So we've had the Lindholm deal, we've had the Monahan deal. They're off the board now.
1: How about this? Keandre Miller and Capo Kako for Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield. All right. What? Right. That's other, all, that all right, that so, solves two. That solves two needs right there.
0: Yeah, it solves two needs in like the. Oh my god, what? So the deal that Nick is
1: talking right, about. Well, whatever. You know, I'm trying to get us a center and a, and a winger, a scoring yeah. winger. So whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah, in realistic fashion.
1: Clearly, you don't want to win
0: in so. realistic
1: fashion. Yeah.
0: Something hey, look.
1: We could actually do. And hey, look—the former GM uh, for the Rangers who drafted both Miller and Kakos, the president of Hockey Ops in Montreal. So, yeah, good, good, great,
0: yeah. Right. yeah. All right, so the one there, there's a couple of names out there that have been getting tossed around. Yanni Gord being one of them.
1: The Rangers are not getting Yanni
0: Gord. I would. There's another guy there, though, that I thought about this the other day. The, to, ra- the to, Rangers
1: are not getting Yanni Gord.
0: I meant to text you this one because I was thinking about it when he. Oliver Bjorkstrand? No. Well, no. The Seattle will never. They'd be stupid. They would be
1: stupid. Ale- Alexander Wedberg?
0: No, it's going to be hilarious when I say this because his name popped up.
1: Oh, on, Jordan Eberle. I yes. already know. Yes. His name Jordan
0: popped Eberle. up on, I think it was like Frank Valley's Daily whatever. But I said it'd be funny as hell because the Islanders should have never got rid of him, but whatever. It would be funny as hell if we brought in Jordan Everly. <laughs> it would be funny, like it would just be funny. I would love it. I mean, Jordan Everly's a hell of a player. I mean, you got to give credit where 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 it's deserved, but it would be fun. But anyways, Yanni Gord is another one I think keep talking about that's like a big, a big on the move on the kind of guy.
1: I don't, think
0: I, mean, you bring, I don't think you bring Yanni Gordon and you have Barkley Goodrow.
1: I'm going to say this for everybody listening. Okay. Now, make sure everybody have your volume up for this one.
0: Oh, should, I mark, should I mark the notes of time for where yeah. we're at for this? Yeah. Because this is yeah. like
1: yeah the, the clip. Yanni Gord will not will not be a New York Ranger. Yeah, I know that,
0: but I thought you were going to
1: no, but I'm telling you right now. You can mark it down, you can you can mark the tape and people can give me shit for this because you know they're upset about Sunday, uh,
0: February 4th at 4:56 p.m. we were recording. Yeah.
1: Adam Henrique, you are a New York Ranger cuz it's going to happen. As long as it comes with Frank for it, it it's just it it at this point it's the 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 stars are aligned. <laughs>
0: It'll be with Frank Fertrano. I do. I do. I mean, would you agree with me there?
1: It it will not be with Frank Fertrano because then in a separate deal, Chris Drury. Oh, he's going to deal with Ottawa to get Tarasenko? Will make a deal with Ottawa. And Jacob Chikrin. For Vladdy Tarasenko, he will not get Jacob Chikrin. (laughs) I mean, mean, if if you have the
0: option, though.
1: I mean, if, if you can work some kind of blockbuster trade out with Keandre Miller as the centerpiece. Would you not send going, Keandre Miller go, to Ottawa for going the other way to Ottawa? Keandre for, Miller for, for a Robertson. A oh pick? no, I, I I would do Keandre, Zach Jones, and uh, you know, you'd have to give up probably a, a first because of Chickron's term, but Chickran has at least proved in multiple locations that he's a good he's a good defenseman. Keandre Miller has not. So you, you you sell on Miller, as far as I'm concerned. So I I I so is, firmly Link believe,
0: firmly believing Henrique and Tarasenko will be on the Ranger roster.
1: Yeah, I mean stuff. I don't I don't I don't
0: I I don't disagree.
1: Henrik and Tarasenko for sure. I mean, unless, you but know, I think Drew there's Williams. another piece
0: that comes along with it, whether it's a Vitrano or maybe even a Chikrin. You know, I think Jury has to do something. Jury has to do something kind of bold here.
1: And there also has to be yeah you, you also have to shake up the roster itself, in the sense of I think I think this team the 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 marquee kind of players, there needs to be a shot across the bow somewhere. To to show that this kind of mediocrity and this bullshit that's going on with this roster isn't going to last.
0: Yeah, and even if even though it's a slump like this that is compla-
1: that complacency has no place on this on this team, so. Yeah. And by trading somebody like Miller or a Caco, who you know, you know, people envision the franchise building around for the next ten or so years, it would definitely send a message that anybody, you know, well, maybe not anybody because you're not moving or Panarin or Adam Fox, but, mo, you know, you can be moved. So
0: yeah, I mean, trading Caco would be. That that's a big That's a
1: now, big statement. that you know something? That'll probably be that'll probably be the trade for Ottawa. It'll be Capo Caco, Keandre Miller to Ottawa for Vladdy and Chikrin. We're marking it down. We're calling it oh, right boy. now. That's the that that's my twenty twenty four trade special. <laughs>
0: Alright, so... Everybody
1: everybody can blame me when we get Adam Henrique, and you all can be mad about 2012, because you're all a bunch of bitches anyway, so... Go ahead, you get a bitch. Not,
0: not our 22.
1: Not our 22. Our 22, I love you, but everybody <laughs> else who, who bitches about, you know, bullshit, stupid bullshit, you know, that's who I'm referring to, but... No, the Rangers Henry, do need to
0: wake up. They need to wake Adam, up
1: call. Adam Henrique will be a Ranger. I'm not saying this, as you can tell, I'm not saying this with any sort of enthusiasm in my voice because I really don't like Adam Henrique. But because, you know, I have not forgotten 2012. But yeah, I mean it um, seems
0: like that's the only to me, that's like the only big highlight from
1: he's he's a useful player as a third line center. He plays a playoff style. He's, he's put he up could, points too for a bad right. on a bad
0: team. He, he can score. He can
1: score. He would mesh well with Will Cooley. You know, there, there's things to li- you know, there's things to like about his game. So, but just saying, you don't want him because uh, 2012. Uh, really, if we're gonna go, if you want to get down to it, and here I'll, I'll, I'll upset a lot more people. We lost in 2012 because we were a lo- one line team and we lost to the Devil's fourth line. We lost the fucking Ryan Carter. Okay, all right. And, and Gianta. Well, right? and that was the
0: plague of that was the plague of the Rangers for a long time. They were uh, they were a one trick
1: pony. That that's why we lost twenty twelve. it just happened to be Henrique who scored the goal. So
0: Torts, Torts maxed the fr- Torts did what Torts does but, everywhere. But maxed
1: out. What get? Let's let's finish let's finish. All up. right, so hold on. No. So
0: but so you're saying that that still leaves that still leaves
1: another center. I don't think huh? if, if, if they get Henrik, they really don't need another center because now you're do. three center. you three centers deep. They... Yeah. Would you like? Would you like to have an upgrade on the fourth line? Yeah. I, I mean, Nick Bukestad, maybe. No. Maybe no. No, they're not bringing a reload. Reload my weapon. No, they're not bringing. A this real is why they did weapon. it. This is why they did it. Yeah, this is why they, they did, did it.
0: it yeah. Because they were like. Hey, we're not gonna have Johnny Brzezinski on our fourth line. There's no point in that. Hartford is doing good things this year. We're gonna get Johnny back to Hartford where he goes. And we and, brought in Artem and as the insurance policy. And
1: Chris is gonna reload, <laughs> and reload his weapon. Dude,
0: I'll tell you if that happens, I'll freaking laugh my ass off. Oh god. But no, I mean look, but like I talked to you I talked to you about this like two weeks ago. Yeah, and you were like, "Get the hell out of here!" And then I ran down his numbers, and I'm like, "Dude, the dude produces. He still produces." Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Artem and I you you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to see Artie back up on the fourth line. Why not?
1: I well, you don't well, think he'd be
0: an upgrade over Barkley Goodrow right now on your fourth line center?
1: I think you would be an upgrade over Barkley Goodrow <laughs> at fourth line center. I mean, I was a
0: really good center. I just could I wasn't fast enough. That was my problem. But in the face-off dot, I was I was Vinny, I was Vinny in the dot. Couldn't beat me. I had that stance. There was a picture. I wish I, I think my dad still has it. There's a picture, a live-action shot of me doing a face-off, playing in Watertown, and
1: like oh wait, wait, you lost to Jonathan Quick?
0: No, no, the picture is of me watching the ref's hands and my eyes are like I look like I'm possessed.
1: <laughs> oh yeah the Brandon Tanav.
0: I had no I had like the it was like no I was I was I had the Andy Pettit stare in the face off Scott.
1: Oh geez. if there was one thing I was good at. Let's finish up.
0: But I should have stayed as a goalie but anyways, let's
1: whatever. let's wrap it up.
0: All right. Um Rangers coming out of slump they've got an interesting schedule coming up: Colorado Monday night, big big matchup. Tampa Bay, Chicago, Calgary, Montreal, before the stadium series. So this could go kind of anyways, but the Rangers need to get back on track here, and they need to get yeah, back on track.
1: Here. I'm gonna, I'm going to wind up seeing the Rangers twice in six days, so they better get their act together. Yeah,
0: they need to they need to figure it out. So
1: well, I I figured it out. The the game against Calgary. If anybody sees me, I'd be wearing my Marty San Luis jersey. Oh, you're switching it up. I'm switching it up switch because up. My, right. Mar- my Marty jersey is fantastic. I've had nothing but good luck with that. Um, my Artemi Panarin reverse retro, I am 1-3 in three lifetime, and I am 0-3 at the Garden in that jersey. Yeah, so stop that's, wearing that's, it. Yeah. I'm going to um, have to,
0: for Montreal, I'm going to have to yeah. switch it up. I'm going to have to, before the stadium game, I'm going to have to throw on the Shesty uh, the Liberty.
1: And I think the stadium game, I'm going to go with my road Mika.
0: Yeah, we'll have to uh, Well, so, that. Mine's going to yeah. be Hank. It's, it's got to be Hank for that one. So, Yeah.
1: So. All
0: right, real quick before we wrap up. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on how 30 on Broadway, we wanted to start to do some more stuff. Here's one of those more stuffs that we're doing. We're starting to put out the feelers for this now to try to get, get a little bit ahead on it. We are planning – in the fall the 30 on broadway fall classic Ooh. Ooh. and what the hell is the fall classic the fall classic will be the world our series first annual 30 on broadway pickup hockey game featuring 32 players 15 per side battling it out oh, at an ice rink in the new york metro area
1: yeah so come out and watch me drop dead of a heart attack <laughs>
0: So we'll have more details for that coming, but that's going to be we're planning that for the fall of 24.
1: You you can, you can come join us as you watch me just drop dead right on the ice like I'm Apollo Creed against oh, Ivan Drago. I'm just oh, going to fall flat on my face. I wanted something. to
0: try to do it for, like, April. I wanted to try to shoot for something for, like, around like when the playoffs start, but I think it's too soon. So we're planning on fall classic. And um, one last thing I want to say. The NHL needs to have a backcourt violation for 3v3. Yep. Backcourt violation. I say it's el- the red line. Nick actually el- says it's the blue line.
1: Eliminate the blue lines. No offsides.
0: <laughs> Nick, Nick is like, yeah. The-
1: <laughs> I am have, I have the Jeff Merrick of this podcast. I will come up with outrageous ideas. I will say, in overtime in the
0: All-Star game, good on Matt Barzell not taking the puck out. He had multiple times where he was cycling around, and they were trying to get something going, and he came, he stayed in the in the zone. That's how it should be. Stop! Don't allow teams to bring the puck back past the red line. That's my thing. Don't no red line. Back,
1: don't let them bring it back back past the opposing blue line. Nick is like, no, once don't that, get in. You can't get what, out. Right. Once you enter the zone, you cannot leave. It is the hotel California. That, that so,
0: is, I, I'd be fine either way. I'd be fine with it either call, way, but they call it, the,
1: call it the Hotel California rule. I'm all about it. Eliminate, th- eliminate. Gary, hire us. I know you're listening, Gary. Hire us. We will help. We will make hockey great again.
0: We are. We are change. Uh, what what do what they what do they call them? Change management. Uh, yeah, there's a term for it, but I don't know what it is. All right, Colorado, Tampa, Chicago. True, real,
1: true words, We'll be back
0: man. next weekend to talk about it, um, not on the 11th, because that is the Taylor Swift Bowl,
1: but we will be back after that. Too. Let's go 69ers, I mean 49ers, let's go San Fred. We'll see you all next time. Bye.